What is up, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome back to Arrowhead Live. I'm Grant, joined by my co-hosts, Ori and Austin. What's going on? How's it going, guys? We are back with episode 18, I believe. Yeah, episode 18. Um, so basically, we're going to recap week three really quick. Um, the Chiefs took down the Ravens 33-28. to And honestly, that win against the Ravens, I thought well, obviously, is better than any win that the Patriots have had so far. And in power rankings the last uh, couple days, that's kind of what people have been saying. Um, if, they, if they have the Chiefs jumping the Patriots in the power rankings, um, then their explanation for that is that the Chiefs beat the Ravens, who are arguably a top you know, three or five team in the league right now, and the Patriots have played three teams that are combined 0-9. I agree with you that uh, anything that what we've done is better than anything the Patriots have done so far. Uh, they haven't played a team that's won a game yet. They have they're in that easy ass division. They're they have that every year. Uh, the 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 Bills are looking are looking decent, but I feel like they're probably going to get exposed pretty soon. I don't think there's I don't think they're going to be that great. Three and zero, yeah. Hopefully they win this weekend. I would love for them to win this weekend, but I don't think they're going to be. I don't think they will. Um, but yeah, I definitely think that the Ravens are gonna are one of the better teams in the AFC, and uh, we beat them. I think the next challenge is gonna be the Patriots coming out of the AFC for us. Yeah. Uh, besides the fact that the Chiefs are better than the Patriots in most rankings now, um, I think my favorite thing to come out post uh, Ravens game is the fact that um, Pro Football Focus has Mahomes ranked sixth out of all the quarterbacks in the NFL. They have. Um, they have Brady one, Dak two, what, Wentz three? It's it's ridiculous, whatever it is. But uh, Mahomes should definitely be one, and the pa- the Patriots are definitely not better than the Chiefs so far here in the early stages of the NFL season. No, I don't know where they're getting. I I, I assume it's just from their 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 like their statistics, right? Pro Football Focus statistics, or are they just saying those are who we think? I don't know because no, no, no. Yeah, they're they're basing the... it off of their grades. Right. So okay, I don't know what grades that they've got that are showing that Mahomes isn't number one or even in top six. But did you look into it at all, Grant? Did you see? Yeah, and I think the main reason for that is um, that Mahomes has quite a few turnover-worthy plays, which means plays that probably should have been picked off or fumbled. Um, and Mahomes has a really, really low fumble grade right now. Um, I think he's fumbled twice, and I don't think any of the other guys in the top six have fumbled or maybe once. Um, so I, I know, like, the play where last week where Mahomes threw it to Kelsey at the very beginning of the game, and it went right through the linebacker's hands into Kelsey's hands, yeah. that's what they consider a turnover-worthy play. That's a play that the linebacker should have made, and yeah. so that drops Mahomes' grade. I mean, obviously, like, that happened quite a bit last year too. Mahomes had a relatively high um, turnover-worthy percentage, um, but you know, plays are plays, and um, you know, the ball or the the balls rolled our way quite a few times. So hopefully, we can keep that going. I I understand that they're if they're just using the, those statistics. I, a lot of people don't understand that. I think a lot of people are just see oh the ranking and they're like. Why do they? Why are they ranking them that? Blah blah blah, and people get pissed, which I which I get because everybody knows that Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league right now, or should right. know that. But I, I, if they're using their own statistics, which is obviously they're the basis of their whole or company, then I, I mean I get that. But 
Um, I don't know. It's just it's a hard pill to swallow for people that don't pay attention to that type of stuff. Yeah, it's been yeah. great on Twitter. Yeah, and I agree. I mean, Mahomes has clearly been the best quarterback through six weeks. Um, and it's not, like you said, it's not their, um, their like personal belief, like those grades. Um, but it's just how their system has graded Mahomes. So, I mean, it is what it is. His grade's going to continue to go up. So it doesn't even really matter. And those guys, um, especially Brady and Dak, have played really, really poor schedules. So, you know, Mahomes has played a tougher schedule than both of those guys. So I expect his grade to go up, you know, pretty quickly. Uh, moving on to what impressed us in the game last week. Um, first and foremost, something that we mentioned last week um, on last week's podcast is that the Chiefs need to get off to a faster start against good teams. So the Chiefs got the ball. I believe they um, punted on the first drive. And then the Ravens scored, missed the extra point, And then the Chiefs came down and scored and basically took it over from there. Um, so basically that's what we were saying. We really, really wanted to see um, in a game against a really, really tough team. And the Chiefs came out and did that. Yeah, uh, definitely they got off to a faster start than last week, uh, which is impressive because it's a better defense than that we played last week. Um, I think that one of the main reasons for that is just that I, I don't know why, but they weren't just letting Mahomes air it out as well last week. Yeah, he had some, you know, some mess ups at the beginning, but uh, we weren't really playing our game at the very beginning. Uh, we can't for this game we came out and we did what we wanted to do and um you know just started airing it out robinson and mccall had a had a good game um again uh we they came around and you know mccall had that big one and robinson was was relevant that week and uh, the offense just definitely clicked um and we beat a good team for me it was like i was talking about last week how it was gonna be interesting to see what we did to lock up Hollywood and uh, Mark Andrews. But, you know, the pass defense really did a great job um, shutting down Lamar and shutting down Marquise and Andrews. Um, that was definitely their lowest production level out of, you know, any of the games they've played so far. Um, of course, we saw Lamar at the end kind of getting lucky with a couple throws there, running it in um, for that touchdown, which looked pretty impressive, broke a couple ankles. But for the most part, I thought that we held them. Uh, pretty well and the only reason the score is so close is because Andy Reid put it into neutral and just tried to you know coast the rest of the game yeah and like you said uh, Lamar Jackson man he did get lucky on a few throws Um, there was that one where I I believe it went to Hollywood and it went like right past Breland's arm or Breland's Mm -hmm. hand and like honestly like Breland couldn't have covered that any better Um, I mean he jumped up his head was halfway turned around and he saw the ball it just like was just a perfect pass and there's nothing that he could have done. And then that second one was the play where Ward was in coverage and Lamar Jackson ran all the way to the other side of the field and just launched it to the other sideline. And I mean, it was a jump ball and in Ward jumped a little bit too early. Um, but that's a play. Honestly, whenever the ball was in the air, I said, Oh, that's going to be a pick. And Chavarez Ward just like jumped too early and didn't get it. But you know, those are plays that, um, you know, guys will make, here in the future i mean they won't get they won't get stumped on on those every single time um the next thing that really impressed me was uh kelsey's performance once again um he's had 88 at least 88 yards in all three of the games so far and um you know that's something that we didn't really see last year um i mean kelsey would go out and he would go off 
um, for a game or two, and then he'd kind of get shut down. You know, he'd go for like 30 yards or go for 40 yards and just kind of disappear for a while because teams would start, you know, overcorrecting for Kelsey and it would open up Tyreek. But it kind of seems like teams are really, really scared of Sammy Watkins right now. They're double teaming him. They're bracketing him. And um, they're basically trying to take Sammy Watkins out of the game. And, you know, he's getting his. I mean, he gets I think he got 48 yards in week two and then he got like 60 something yards last week. Um, so, you know, I mean, Kelsey, man, he's just, just dominating and he always catches, you know, like a 37 yard, 40 yard pass, like every game it seems like now. Yeah. And the, the whole thing is that defenses don't know who to, who to double. They, we have too many weapons. We have Kelsey, you know, when Tyree comes back, it's going to be insane. Um, and, but Kelsey just kind of quite, you know, if you were watching, you know, highlights as, I'm not a fan of the Chiefs. You wouldn't even really pay attention. You'd be like, "Oh, Kelsey's having a quiet year," but it's just because he just does this, does it quietly every game. He gets his, you know, he gets his 80 to 100 yards, and it's kind of. But they're not like the big flashy plays. So we just have Hardman going off. We had Sammy go off. We had Mark Robinson. So it kind of been flying under the radar. But you know, he's getting his. He's doing getting those across the middle plays, and um, he's going to continue to produce all year. Yeah, talking about how defenses don't know who to double um it's kind of the opposite for um offensive lines for our defense you know they're obviously doubling chris jones they're doubling frank clark but ogba has been playing great this year you know he's going up against weaker uh, guards and tackles definitely having a great impact um on the defensive side of the ball for the chiefs which i don't think i would have guessed or called this year you know i would have thought um, like we predicted that Jones and uh, Clark were going to go off and get a lot of sacks this year, but that might not be the case. Yeah, and I know y'all saw the uh, post that I made where um, showing Frank Clark being double teamed. Um, so I get it. I mean, I, I know that Frank Clark has been pretty underwhelming through the first few weeks, but you know he is getting double teamed a ton, and there's a reason that Ogba is basically a free rusher on almost every single play. You know, he's getting he's uh, being blocked one on one. And um, he's basically getting to the QB, like, all, all the time. I mean, he had nine pressures last week. That's just ridiculous. Um, so, you know, I, I think teams are going to do what we kind of mentioned with, with our offense. Um, is team, I think teams are going to overcorrect for Ogba, and they're going to give him a little bit more attention. They're going to try to chip him. They're going to try to double-team him a few plays. Um, and it'll open up Frank Clark and Chris Jones a little bit. And, uh, I mean, that's at least that's what I'm hoping. I think that... Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that Frank Clark gets two sacks next game. Like like you were just saying, they're gonna uh, you know start to cover Ogba a little more, and uh, they're gonna over you know kind of overcompensate for that, and they're gonna leave Frank a little more open than he has been. So I think Frank Clark's gonna have two sacks next week. You can write it down. That's that's my prediction. Kind of on uh, what disappointed for us uh, was Darwin Thompson's involvement. I think we thought. I know we talked about it earlier. We were hoping that this would kind of be Darwin's coming out party for the regular season. Uh, it didn't end up happening. Uh, he really didn't get get very much chance at the ball. But with that being said, uh, Williams looked good. Um, you know, we were kind of kind of had him at the bottom of the list, but um, he looked pretty decent. Um, it would have been exciting to see uh, Darwin out there, but uh, didn't get a whole ton of playing time. And when he did, it didn't wasn't very productive. Yeah, and I, I enjoyed watching Daryl Williams uh, last week. You know, he's he's kind of a guy that's been on the fringe the last two years as an undrafted free agent. 
And, you know, he came out and he had a run of like almost 21 miles per hour. And I, I really didn't know he had that in him. Yeah. Um, and even whenever it happened, I'm sitting there on the couch watching the game. And I look over at my dad and I said, holy crap, Darrell's got some wheels or something like that. And, you know, I, didn't, I just didn't expect that from him. And he got he got caught there kind of at the end of the run. But honestly, if he would have just high stepped it or uh, or, you know, made a little bit of a move, like he probably would have taken it to the house pretty easily. Um, moving on to the next thing uh, that disappointed last week was uh, Chris Jones and Frank Clark um, are st- just basically still being double teamed. Teams are giving them way too much attention. Um, and I, I, like I said, we it opens up Ogba, uh, but we'd like to see Frank Clark and Chris Jones definitely start getting involved here in a bigger way, um, especially this week against a Lions team who is um, you know, pretty pretty bad on the offensive line. I, I think they've allowed like the fifth most pressures in the league so far. Um, so you know, Frank Clark and Chris Jones, I expect them to bounce back, um, but they're still they're still not super involved um, as pass rushers for through the first uh, few weeks. Yeah, and spe- speaking of Frank Clark, uh, he actually just tweeted about three minutes ago on Twitter. He put a picture of Thanos when he like every the picture where everything's disappearing. I don't know what that's all about, but maybe that's a sign that he's got a big game to come or something's happening. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to see how, see what that's all about. Maybe insight on the uh, Jalen Ramsey um, no, trade yeah. rumors. Don't you never know. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, did you see? Did you see the quote that Ramsey had today on Undisputed? Yeah, yeah. He said he's like both parties, the team and the players, lost respect. And uh, whenever that happens, there's really no turning back. And like he, he still wants a trade. Mm-hmm. Correct. So hey, I mean, it's it's not it's not impossible at this point. I, I think there's still a chance that Ramsey gets shipped here. Um, you know, who knows? Who knows? That's not what I'm here to talk about, though. Uh, I think, like we talked about earlier, um, what disappointed was, like you said, how uh, Traverius Ward didn't get that 50-50 ball in Breland. You know, that one went right past his hand. Um, I think this week, if we're getting a lot of pressures on Stafford, the the D-back should have a better chance of getting some interceptions. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see what we can do um, turnover-wise. There haven't been a ton this year for the defense, but, you know, maybe this that changes this week. Yeah, and that's, I mean, I'd like to see the DBs um, capitalize on those plays um, more frequently. Uh, that, that was a play that, that Ward should have had, and, you know, Breland probably should have had a pass deflection there. But they didn't, and like I said, I think they're going to bounce back, and you know they'll make those plays in the future. I mean, you win some, you lose some, uh, but you know, getting those those bad ones out of the way is good because you know they're going to be hungry to come back and uh, make a play in the the next the following weeks. Yeah, um, and I think kind of going out sticking with the defense, uh, something that was obviously disappointing was the run defense. They have not looked good. Uh, Mark Ingram pretty much did whatever he wanted. Went straight, running straight up the middle, like five, four, three or four times in a row. Couldn't stop it. Um, and I, people, defenses are sorry. Opposing offenses coming up are just gonna watch that and know they can run straight up the middle. So we better, better figure something out about that. Um, hopefully we get some pressure um, from those guys, and hopefully we can, you know, try to plug up the middle, or it's gonna get pretty ugly for our defense. Yeah, and I know, I mean, as you guys know, I'm not a big believer in in the value of running backs. And obviously, I mean, 
Ingram had three touchdowns and like a hundred and something yards last week, and it didn't even really matter um, in the end because they had, you know, they had to put points on the board, especially against the Chiefs. So, you know, that could kind of be part of the game plan. Like, hey, we're going to shut down the passing game and we're going to let them lean on the run a little bit, um, let them be a little bit successful on the run. I don't think they're intentionally letting Mark Ingram run all over them, but they're not giving the run as much attention, um, hoping that it will allow them to shut down the passing game. Um, a little bit easier. Um, the next thing that really disappointed me was the referees failing to protect Pat. Um, honestly, like I think they got a couple calls. There was a roughing the passer call, and then I think Pat got called, or they called him on a, a horse collar on outside the pocket where um, I don't, I forgot what his name was, but he pulled him down by his neck um, outside of the pocket, and. But, I mean, Pat, he was getting hit late, like, so so many times, uh, probably four or five times that I could count that he didn't even get called on late hits, that the ball was, like, clearly out of his hand, and, you know, they just, oh, it was Judon, yeah, Judon, uh, Matthew Judon, he would just lower his head and just put it right into Pat Mahomes' chest, like, the, the NFL has to see that and, and tell refs to, like, crack down on it, because they're just beating him up, I mean, he got hurt in week one, um, and, you know, as everybody knows, Pat Mahomes is probably the most valuable player in the NFL right now, so they need to protect that um, so that you know an injury doesn't happen. And that's not even like speaking like from a Chiefs fan, Chiefs fans' point of view. Like they just need to protect Pat Mahomes. He needs to get those calls the way that Brady gets those calls, the way that Rodgers gets those calls. Um, and so hopefully that's something that can be corrected, you know, here in the following weeks. Yeah, and. Nobody benefits from Pat getting injured except for opposing, you know, teams in the the league is gonna the league is gonna is gonna lose money if Pat's not playing. Even if you're not, everybody that I talk to, um, and, you know, I tell them I'm a Chiefs fan, they didn't know. They're like, oh yeah, Mahomes is fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, he is. Like, but if he's not gonna be fun to watch if he's on the sideline from because nobody's protecting him. Our offensive line needs to do better, but our the referees definitely need to do better when he's just getting drilled and they're. You could, you could tell Mahomes was like, "What's going on?" Like he'd get up and was like, "This is not how." It all. Yeah. He got one. He got one call where he said something and they threw the flag. But other than that, he he was pretty angry about it. Yeah, it's almost like the refs just like look down the field as soon as the ball comes out of Pat's hands because you know they have so much attention on the. I know the back judge is like supposed to like pay attention to like roughing the passer and stuff, but it seems like they're not even watching for it anymore. They're like yeah. more watching for like the pass interference stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I mean, hopefully we see that corrected because, you know, Pat, he, it's not like teams are applying pressure. I mean, it's not like a legitimate pressure. It's not affecting him in any way. I mean, he's sitting there, he's launching the ball. And then like a second after he releases the ball, he's just getting drilled in the chest, which is yeah. just ridiculous to me. Yeah. I, and hopefully they'll get it corrected and we'll have to kind of see how, see how it goes, I guess. But it'd be a shame if he got injured. Um, Mahomes. So going on to the next topic, uh, it's going to be Mahomes' first real NFL game in a dome. Uh, so what do we kind of want to watch for is can one of the first ones is can Pat break the single game passing record of 554 yards? Um, that would be obviously insane to watch. I think it's possible. I think you tweeted earlier, uh, or was it yesterday, uh, what he did when he played in the preseason? It was against the Cardinals? Uh, against the Falcons. In, Falcons. in uh, the, his rookie year preseason. Yeah, that's right. So, and he looked really good. Uh, yeah, it's uh, an eighty-yard touchdown to Tyreek Hill in triple coverage. Um, dropped it right in the bucket. You know, eighty yards in the air is just ridiculous. And I mean, 
Pat Mahomes, like, he hasn't thrown for 500. I don't think he hasn't thrown for 500 yards in a single game yet in his career. And you know that's just coming at any, literally at any time it's going to happen. Um, and so, like, if it's going to happen, this could be one of the weeks that it, it has a really high uh, probability of happening, happening. One reason, because he's in a dome. And two, because um, nobody plays more cover one than the Lions. And if teams can't, you know, uh, they're playing a safety in the middle of the field, uh, teams are really going to struggle to keep up with our offense um, if they expect a, a single size safety to cover that much ground. And another thing is, is our run game is still pretty banged up. And um, as is the Lions defensive backfield. So Rashawn Melvin and Darius Slay have both been limited in practice through the uh, the last two practices. Um, so that's something to keep an eye on if the Lions are still banged up um, in the defensive backfield and, um, you know, is, and our running game is still, you know, not, you know, 100% with Shady and Darrell Williams out there getting, you know, a significant amount of snaps. You can expect the Chiefs to, you know, probably throw 40 or 45 passes. Um, the next thing is, is can Shady and Darrell Williams continue to play well? Um, so that's kind of the thing, like, you know, Shady's banged up. He's got the ankle, but he did play well last week. Um, but, you know, can Daryl Williams continue to be the bulldozer that he was last week and, you know, cranking out, you know, 20-yard runs, 30-yard runs? Um, we'll just have to see on that. Hopefully he can break one because that would be something that would be pretty impressive to see, especially after all the flack that he caught um, for making the roster last or this year. Yeah, I think that I think they'll, they will be able to play well. I think Shady's, you know, always going to get – his numbers. Um, and I think that uh, another thing that we really got to get going is, um, you know, get Sammy Watkins going again. Uh, when, when he's going off, our offense just looks almost even more unstoppable. Uh, so we got to get them going. If both the running backs play well, get Sammy going again. Uh, the team's going to look real dangerous. And, you know, we were talking about kind of going back to uh, Tyreek's injury. Um you know, every all the videos I've seen of him, he he looks like he's gets getting better each time I see each video I see. He looks a little a little healthier. Um, you know, so when they get everybody back, it's I, I really don't know how you're going to be able to stop this offense. Yeah, you know, I hope hopefully we can see Sammy Watkins come out and and you know I don't think he's going to have another 197 yard game. But, you know, hopefully one thing that I, I'm definitely going to keep an eye on is if Sammy Watkins can come out and have, you know, six or seven receptions for, you know, 100 yards and a touchdown, um, something like that. So that's something that I definitely want to see as well. Um, and then the next thing is for Chris Jones and Frank Clark to finally get some sacks. As I mentioned, the Lions are fifth in pressures right now. And Chris Jones and Frank Clark are one of the premier, two of the premier pass rushers in the NFL. And, you know, other teams haven't been able to capitalize on those pressures. So I'm definitely hoping that Chris Jones and Frank Clark can come in to Detroit and capitalize on the Lions' poor pass protection and uh, sack Stafford a few times, um, especially given that he's not as mobile as a guy like Lamar Jackson, who we constantly put pressure on last week, and he was just running away from us, you know, play after play. Yeah, and let's hope those uh, sacks lead to more turnovers. Um, you know, obviously getting pressures on Stafford will hopefully lead him to making worse and worse decisions in the passing game and maybe even um, not being able to get rid of the ball fast enough so that we can get some strip sacks. I know Chris Jones loves to do that. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if 
we get uh, two forced turnovers this week against the Lions. Yeah, I could, I could definitely, I could definitely see like maybe a forced fumble or two. You know, Stafford hasn't been the uh, best when it comes to protecting the football. Uh, that's been kind of one of his downfalls um, throughout his career. So hopefully, I'm hoping to see honestly like three or four turnovers. That might be a little high. Um, but, you know, that's definitely something I could see because, as we've mentioned in, the, in previous weeks, you know, people say that it takes three or four weeks for a new defense to get going. And, uh, you know, this is week four. And so hopefully we can definitely see this defense start picking it up and, you know, being more aggressive um, in terms of, you know, blitzing and pass rushing and, um, you know, uh, securing some turnovers, either whether it be interceptions or forced fumbles or whatever. With that, I think we talk about it's gonna they're gonna start gelling together you know like you just said three to four weeks uh hopefully you know they start forcing some turnovers they can do that uh if our offense keeps up what they've been doing it will be very hard to beat us um if our defense can like I, we, i've said this a million times if our defense can just be average to get a few takeaways a game or even just like one or one or two is fine um then they'll be you know they'll be we'll be set to go so in closing here, um, we have a new giveaway that's going to be posted on Red Friday. Um, so check it out. It's going to be pinned to the top of our profile. Um, it is a Chris Jones signed photo, compliments of Cody, one of our editors. Um, so check that out, retweet it, you know, share it with some friends or whatever, and, and give us a follow. Um, the next thing is, is check out our Chief Score predictions and our weekly game predictions. I'm leading, of course. I'm in first place. I'm 22 and nine. It's no big deal. I'm the best. All it's right, fine. for now. It's uh, very yeah, early. For now, yeah. Okay, we'll see. Yeah, and I, I went out early. on a limb here. I've got the Bills winning over the Patriots, and I, I do feel confident about that. The Patriots drop one like this every year. They dropped a game to Miami last year. It's going to happen. Buffalo you're, Bills you're take down. Balls, but I hope you're right. Buffalo Bills take down the Patriots 24 to 21 on sunday watch it happen all right um the next thing is austin's weekly highlight videos they're getting better every week like honestly I, I'll, I'll give austin a compliment on that they've improved week after week they're awesome they're about two minutes long um we got to keep them short enough to post on on twitter so um check those out as well we share those um uh shortly after the game hopefully like on monday or tuesday so Check those out. Give him a retweet. Show us some support. Give him a follow as well. Um, and then also Oakley's predictions. Uh, so Oakley's my dog. And, you know, she picked the Ravens last week. So she, obviously she has no idea what's going on. But that's okay. Um, she'll pick the Chiefs this week. I guarantee it. I'll make it happen. Um, I'll re-record the video if, until she picks the Chiefs if I have to. No, I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't do that. That's cheating. Um, so that about wraps it up for this week, folks. Uh, we'll be back next week with um, episode 19 after the Chiefs beat the Lions. Um, give us a like on on <laughs> like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and follow us on Instagram. You guys have a good night. Go Chiefs.